Katie Armor raised the standard. Finally, AR500 steel core body armor that comfortably conforms to the chest and torso. Unique design distributes weight, feeling lighter, increases mobility, and lessens fatigue. Introducing the Combat Quad Bend CQB, a revolutionary plate-forming process that caters to the end user. The CQB is an industry game-changer, a must-have for the ladies. Available now only at katiearmor.com, C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Come and take it. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more. Up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover SelfDefenseFund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. Herbs have been used by people since the dawn of time. When Rockefeller introduced allopathic medicine, many herbal remedies fell by the wayside as people put their faith in prescription pills and the world just gets sicker. Here at Heathen Herbs, we look to the past and to nature for answers. We offer tinctures, magnesium skin cream, lip balm, tooth powder, colloidal silver throat spray, and more. Check us out at HeathenHerbs.com. There are many water filters to choose from, but there is only one system that is consistently customer rated five stars as the number one system for effective filtration of fluoride, radiation, drug residues, heavy metals, a wide range of radioisotopes, and more. Introducing the Pure Effect Ultra, the next generation water filter that also raises alkaline pH, improves antioxidant potential, and has advanced anti-radiation technology all while using no electricity. Sold worldwide, it provides virtually instant clean water on demand. It is not made in China and the shipping is free to all 50 states. Buy your Pure Effect Ultra today by visiting pureeffectfilters.com or call 888-891-4821. Again, that's 888-891-4821 or visit pureeffectfilters.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. While you're waiting, drop by our Confederate Corner for a free cup of coffee and good conversation. Remember, there are no strangers here, just friends who haven't met yet. Dixie Republic, we're not just a roadside attraction, we're a destination for our people. For more information, visit DixieRepublic.com. 
Back. Rampant hacking, identity theft, mass surveillance. Defending yourself today is not an option. It's a requirement. Introducing the Conceal Shield Travel Pack from DefenderShield.com. Conceal Shield is cutting-edge wireless blocking technology that eliminates all signals, including EMF, GPS, and RFID. Place cell phones, credit cards, IDs, and other trackable items into the Conceal Shield, and they become totally invisible. Get Conceal Shield now at DefenderShield.com. Use promo code CONCEAL for 10% off. Guard your privacy, secure your data, and protect your health with Conceal Shield. Are you prepared to bug out? Infidel Body Armor and an Army Ranger have produced a high-speed DVD and book to show you how to drive in combat, patrol, and how to survive in combat. Skills you'll need when it hits the fan. Go to DrivenDVD.com. DrivenDVD.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Welcome to the Firearms Trainers Podcast, part of ConcealCarry.com Network. This is Season 5, Episode 22, published on August 1st, 2023. This year is going awfully fast. In this episode, we'll be talking with Steve Fisher, Justin Peters, and Stephen Hendricks about the USCCA's new quality program. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. So sit back, relax, grab a notepad, and be ready for this week's episode of the Fireman Trainers Podcast. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Fireman Trainers Association. Visit their website, ftaprotect.com, and learn more about their instructor coverage offer and their competitive pricing. All certified instructors can apply for FTA coverage. And remember, for listeners of this podcast, you can use promo code FTP10 at checkout for 10% off. This episode is brought to you by Palm Pepper Spray. Palm has been an innovator in pepper spray technologies for several generations and continues to deliver the best formula in the best delivery system. Palm sells inert, water-filled units for instructors to utilize in training scenarios to help students understand the delivery system and train for those defensive scenarios. Palm is available in belt clip, keychain, and snap quick-release systems. Palm is the smallest half-ounce personal carry unit available on the market. Palm's flip-top dispensing system raises the standard for performance and safety with the strongest legal formula in 10 seconds of continuous spray or 20 half-second burst. Learn more and buy your unit at palmpepperspray.com. We bring this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every fire instructor in America dedicates time and energy in making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Justin Peters and Stephen Hendricks from the USCCA. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having us. Lightness, yeah. Yeah. Well, JP, I know you've been on before. Um, Stephen, you haven't been on before, but Stephen, JP, can you give us a little bit about what you do at the USCCA so our listeners know who you are? I'll let you go first, Steve. Well, that's an uh, awesome question. We're, we have a new role. Justin and I are both in um, the training excellence team, and we are training development managers is our uh, official title. We have a, a wide variety of responsibilities. Um, so, um, Justin leads the training counselor coordinator position. Um, I lead the uh, quality assurance and conduct side um, or compliance. And uh, we share those responsibilities, but, um, you know, take the lead on on each half because there's just quite a bit of work to do there. So we have our fingers in our uh, um, curriculum development and um, continuing education for our regional training managers. Um, um, what else do we do? Help me out here, Justin. Yeah, I would say the the biggest thing, like our main focus right now is new curriculum that's coming up. We've got a couple new curriculums in the pipeline. So 
what Steve and I have to do is we're drinking from a fire hose, learning those new curriculums. And then our job is to teach them to our regional training managers that they can offer that to our official partners. So that has been, I would probably say our largest task to date. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're talking official partners as well as the uh, independent instructors, right? That is correct. Okay. Yes. So right now, our regional training managers, or we've referred to as RTMs, we've got tons of acronyms that we use here. I know it can be confusing because it's confusing internally also, um, but our, our regional training managers deal specifically with the uh, official partners. And then, yeah, um, for instance, Steve and I are teaching a class in two weeks to just independent instructors. We're doing an Air 15 instructor development class. So we... Uh, we are kind of all over the place with our roles and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we'll see, I'm sure, more of those uh, three-letter acronyms coming out as uh, we, as everything changes, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, can you give our listeners a little bit of an overview about what's changing and when it comes with the quality initiative that's uh, coming up? So we at the USCCA are... Um, uh, very serious about what we do. And of course, our, our focus is on uh, personal protection. And um, there is lots and lots of people out there. And depending on, of course, um, whose statistics you read, somewhere estimated of um, 8 million first-time gun buyers. And so there's a lot of folks out there that um, are concerned with the way things are going in the world, and they need some direction and instruction. And of course, our uh, certified firearms instructors and certified training counselors are um, avenues to achieve um, those goals. And we want the best. And so the only way we um, have the best is to have a quality program to present to them and then provide them with um, opportunities for continuing education. And so that's really uh, the primary thing that we're looking at now is the continuing education aspect of that. We've had a um, a good certification program for quite a while, and um, then the question became: is you know how do we how do we help them keep getting better? And, and um, that's that's kind of a focus for us. There's a lot of other little things uh, as well, and um, developing or raising that that bar that standard. And that's a very close look at um, the curriculum itself that we present to them, making sure it's current and up to date and that we are um, providing it or presenting it in a format that um, offers them the, the opportunity to take that material and, and help us spread the word. <clears throat> we are also um, revising the instructor certification program in and of itself. Um, we have a, a tiered system plotted out. Uh, right now, basically, you have two levels. You have certified instructor and you have training counselor. Well, that's going to expand. Um, we haven't determined the exact number, but let's just say for the sake of discussion today, there'll be five levels or five tiers. And so for that um, hobby instructor who, you know, uh, once a month in between his job and family teaches a class, that, that first level tier may be um, perfectly acceptable for them. On the other hand, you've got the professional instructor who that's his livelihood. Um, he may develop himself up to one of those top tier um, uh, positions. So we're going to provide opportunities for instructors at, at all levels for continuing education and something that will fit um, 
kind of their needs and goals and, and um, what they're able to do. Do you have any, um, can you tease our listeners a little bit about what some of those continuing education might be, might be about? Certainly. We're going to, of course, develop some um, e-learning stuff. Um, the uh, podcast that, or um, a Facebook live event that uh, Justin hosts, there'll be some opportunities to do some um, continuing education stuff through that. Um, we're uh, in the process of looking at additional Protector Academy um, videos for uh, training purposes. And then, of course, um, events like um, USCC Expo, in-person events. Um, really, there's nothing um, off the table as far as that goes. We just have to find the time to, to um, develop it for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really cool because I know as an instructor, I'm always looking for ways to shoot better, but also the ways of going along and improving my presentation, my students, how can I explain something that's very, uh, seems very normal to me, but train, but teach somebody who's never thought about, um, you know, sites, how to go along and properly press the trigger, do doing all those types of things where, um, yeah, you've got you've got to look at where they're coming from and meet them there because it makes it extremely hard. And there's very good uh, instructors out there that can that I've taken a lot of uh, tips and tricks from to improve my instructing style. Also, yeah, a, a friend of mine he says that you know if you steal from one person that's plagiarism, but if you steal from lots of people that's scholarly. And so <laughs> I try to apply that. And I have, I you know, quite frankly, I've had I've been blessed with. Um, teaching with and and being around some very, very knowledgeable, talented instructors. And um, yeah, without that, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. So um, I'm still looking, still looking for those folks. Well, definitely. Um, when it comes to the certification levels you were talking about, you're going to have from the hobbyist all the way up to the uh, professional for, is there going to be certain um, benefits, I guess, if you're at the high le higher levels or, um, or training courses you can you can help uh, create and do, do those types of things is that some of the stuff you're thinking about absolutely so the the higher up you go the more that um curriculum that will be available to you to teach um and of course some people like i said that hobbyist he doesn't have time to teach a bazillion different things um so the the, the core curriculum type stuff is is perfectly suitable for them but and we don't limit anybody, you know, and I don't mean when I talk about a hobby instructor for that to, to sound bad, it's not, it's just, it's, you know, time and availability. And as their time and availability increases, then they can certainly increase their levels and, and um, gain access to, to more curriculum. There's a difference between teaching five days a week and teaching, you know, once or twice a month. That's, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, need a lot, need a lot more. Um, why, why do you feel the need to go along and do this to make, come up with this quality initiative and such at this point for the USCCA? Well, I, I, you know, nobody, I mean, our culture at the USCCA is if you're not growing, you're dying. And, um, you know, the training, I, I've been doing this for a long time. And, uh, you know, as I got involved with USCCA, particularly in a full-time role in training, um, it it was um, to me it was glaring that we weren't doing the things that I thought were available to help this grow, help this part of what we do grow, and so I started um, 
voicing some concerns and some ideas and stuff like that. And um, apparently, you know, my voice and other voices that we're talking about that were heard. And, and somebody said, Hey, let's, you know, let's see what we can do. Um, so we're, we're pretty serious about it and, and very, very passionate as well. There's Steve-O. He, he managed to make yeah. it in. And um, in fact, Steve has um, given me the opportunity to be here where I'm at. We've um, known each other for a few years and been trying to work together and um, finally, finally pulled this off and um, it's exciting. Good. Well, welcome, Mr. Fisher. Thank you for joining us. Hey, dude, guys. Sorry I was late. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, Steve was just giving us a rundown on new quality initiative of, you know, why why it's being done with the continued education and the higher certification levels. And he was uh, giving us more specifics on it. Yeah, great. I mean, you, you're in great hands. I didn't even have to be in this podcast, Rob. You got Mr. Hendricks and Mr. Peter right here. Those are the important people. We always like to have you there, Steve, to make sure we don't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of quality control, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, so Rob, this podcast, you're recording it now, right? Yes. And that's a video recording as well? No, just audio. Okay, I gotcha. So it doesn't matter how disheveled so, I look. Yeah, that my, I got my, that's why my hair, my hair, Steve's hair, your hair, it doesn't matter what we look like. Justin's <laughs> the only one that's got to worry about his hair. Yeah, it's destiny though, Justin. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope, I'm keeping this. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. So you guys just started and um, I'm just going to kind of tag along here and see how the conversation goes. If there's anything I can add, I will, Rob. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Super. Um, question for uh, JP and Steve. Uh, when it comes to instructors and training counselors and things like that, you talked about the different levels. Do you have specific uh, goals and such, or is it going to be limited to a certain number of people, or is it going to be limited to basic based on their uh, skill level or what their desire to be at different levels are? I don't think we're ever going to cap ourselves. I think, um, like Steve had said, we're open. If someone wants to teach and they've got the ability to do so, and um the competency to be able to do so we're willing to take them on board it just depends on where they're going to fall um like steve was mentioning that we plan on implementing that different level program but yeah i can't see us ever um setting a a cap on on one of those levels if someone wants to teach then we're we're here for them it just depends on what kind of teacher or instructor do they want to be where are they going to fall within that that ranking system Mm -hmm. How do you think this is going to impact the users, which is, or the ultimate people we're trying to impact, right? But what do you, what's your expectation that this will do for the, for the end user, the the consumer? I think people are going to love this. Um, It's going to give those who want to, want to teach more and be open to more advanced curriculum to have access to that opportunity. Those that we kind of said want to be hobbyist instructors, they, they can still keep doing that. They can teach the CCW or basic pistol classes um, but those that want to do more will have access to all of that. Um, they're going to have to prove themselves out, but they're going to have the uh, the resources to be able to do that. And I'm really excited to see all, the way this plays out and the different curriculums that we're offering. Um, we just got out of a meeting talking about a couple of our new curriculums, and I'm really, really excited for those to get launched to the public and for people to be able to see that, I think it's going to make a lot of people excited. I know I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the one thing I I think is really neat about the certification levels 
is, is I can go along and be a hobbyist today. And then as I work closer and closer toward retirement, I could pick up the pace a little bit so that when I retire, hopefully early, then I've got, you know, a very firm foundation to build upon to have a successful business. And that successful business would be pretty much based upon what I want to do. Do I want to teach five days a week and, you know, travel all over the place, or is it going to be, you know, two days a week, you know, doing it, but, but I'm traveling, you know, to wherever I want to go myself. You know, there seems to be a lot of combinations, especially working into uh, retirement or into, you know, out of one job into a new career type of thing. And, and that's where uh, I, I can see that could be very appealing to a lot of, a uh, lot of instructors out there more so than just uh, here you go. Good luck with it. You can get the advanced training and really uh, up your game to be the best in town. Absolutely. There's there's flexibility there for the instructor. So like you said, you can choose to be a hobbyist, but maybe once you hit retirement age, you're like, you know what? I'm going to take this serious and start my own training business and hit the ground running. Or, you know, vice versa. If someone is that advanced instructor, but they're like, you know what? Maybe I want to settle down, spend some time with the grandkids. You can You can certainly do that also. The thing I like too is I'm always trying to push myself um, I like to, I like to gamify things. So that's kind of built in there too. that, that gamification. Like I can always be leveling up. I can, I can shoot for that next level. And that's, it's a good goal to have. Mm -hmm. to be for that next level. Well, and you'll know what the next level is to be able to, you know, go to, you know, it's not out there and somebody will magically tap you on the shoulder. No, you know, if you get up to, you know, level three, you've had to score this high and do these kind of activities, you know, find these coins laying around on the game someplace, right? Absolutely. The Rob, you, how long have you been with us now? 2014. So nine years, nine, yeah, nine years. Wow. Nine going on 10, right? So mm -hmm. in, in nine years uh have you seen us stand pat have you seen us stay in the same place <laughs> i would not use uh stagnant as a word to go along to scrap the uscca from their initial affiliate program they had with the course you know the concealed carry home defense fundamentals to the initial instructor program then the training counselor program and then everything they've built since then in the last uh nine years it's been anything but stagnant it's uh just kind of whirlwind, you know, hang on and, uh, you know, enjoy the ride. Yeah. And, and, you know, as, as we've, um, aged, as we've cured for lack of a <laughs> matured, the, uh, matured, we've, we've learned a ton of lessons and we've subscribed from the beginning and we will always subscribe to the concept of constant and never ending, Improvement, you know, continuing improvement. We're never going to get away from that. Um, you know, Steve and I, we're in our 60s now. And I, Steve, we're still hungry to learn, aren't we? I mean, I, I feel like I can speak for you in this particular case. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we go and seek out um, quality instructors. And it's we don't limit them. Um, I, I learn a lot from Justin. And Justin's actually younger than two of my kids. You know, and there's others like I know that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. so, and there's others like him out there that are just filled with all kinds of information and all kinds of experience. And then there's, you know, then we go for the the OGs, you know, the the guys like you, Rob, and Steve, and I that we've lived a little bit, you know, and we've had all of those touches, and we bring it back now to headquarters here and we start looking at ways and how we can implement a lot of those lessons into what we're doing 
and what we're offering for our instructor base. So um, we are at that stage now where uh, quality is a focus. So I don't know if uh, both Steve and Justin told you that our the team name that we chose was the Training Excellence Team, TET. And we're part of the education and training group. So as we've evolved, you know, we, we've gained a lot of uh, full-time employees to support the program. And we actually got to a point where we um, split them in two. So the field operations team now um, reports to a different executive than the product development team. And then the training excellence team, which is Steve and Justin and I, we kind of have this wonderful place that bridges the two. And our job is to help instructors to improve themselves and their businesses. We give the support that that they would hopefully want and need um, to continue to improve themselves. So I got a mixture. I mean, Justin's one of the most intelligent young men that I've ever met. And boy, he likes firearms and he likes firearms for defensive purposes and he knows a ton and then we've got steve and steve you go back four decades plus and you are rooted with uh i mean you were personal friends with colonel cooper if i'm not mistaken that's that's correct yep and the amount of context that you've had in your life that you're bringing into our organization is just it's been uh, a heck of a ride i wish i was younger you know, I wish I could do this again and be Justin's age. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd I'd trade that, give him my age and take his, but yeah. I wouldn't want to give up what I know. Right. You know <laughs> I want to I want to carry it forward and add to it. That's where I'm lucky though, because you do have that experience. But I'm on the same team with you, so I constantly asking you guys questions, and that's the one thing as instructors. And I try to tell people this all the time: you can be the best instructor in the world, but never stop learning. Um just always find someone out there who knows more than you and ask them questions, ask them the things like Rob, I don't know if you saw on my Facebook page, but, uh, I, uh, started to dabble in 1911s. <laughs> anyway, yes, I saw I you got your first one the other day. I did. <laughs> so, and that's because that's because of, uh, Steve Hendricks. So I, anyone who knew me, um, like more than three months ago would know that I, I, don't think I've ever spoke a kind word about 1911 <laughs> in my life. And now I own one because of Steve Hendricks and um, his, his knowledge and wisdom. And I'm like, you know what? It, it doesn't make sense to talk bad about something without trying it. So I'm at least I'm giving it a shot. So. Mm -hmm. Well, I've always found that some of my biggest breakthroughs have been when I push myself into uncomfortable situations, when yeah, you go along, you use your, non-dominant hand you know that's a very simple one that probably all the instructors listening can identify with but also when you when you go along and start shooting other guns you know do you go along just have a striker fire do you try a revolver do you try a you know an ar or do you try to get out there and shoot a shotgun or a bolt action rifle each one of them has a purpose and as an instructor if you know the proper trigger uh, trigger press for a bolt action rifle, you can take and understand why you've got to have that smoother trigger press when it comes to an AR. And that's where there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of differences, but there's a lot of carryover between all those. And even when it comes to instructing, do you go along and just instruct on the same topic or do you push yourself to learn something a little bit different? Um, you know, first aid, you know, that's one of those things to where I consider myself a fire instructor. 
but I've also taken enough first aid to where I know I can handle situations on the range. And I can also help people to understand how they can take care of things on the range. Not that I want to be a full blown paramedic like Michael Martin or somebody else like that, but I, I feel confident I can handle it until the professionals get there. And that's where, again, I find my biggest growth is when I push myself to do something I've uh, never thought I would do it or never really had an appeal to it. Kind of like you were talking about Justin with, you know, 1911, but, you know, take a class from somebody that has a good reputation that's doing something you've never really thought about doing, but it would expand your horizon understanding, which, yeah, because there's two ways of learning. You can learn the proper way or a different way of teaching it. And you can also learn the, the ways not to do it also if the person is going along and doing something that's like that that just fell completely flat when they used that example of the students yeah ab- absolutely and pushing yourself out of that comfort zone just like you said for you rob that's where you learn the most and learn the best i will agree and i think that's where i can't believe i'm saying this where people are actually going to hear this but that's where these two older gentlemen on my team really helped me out Um, They're always trying to push me out of my comfort zone. And I think hopefully I try to do the same for them, but I can definitely, um, definitely say that they push me out of my comfort zone and I have learned a lot from both of them. So I wouldn't be where I am without, uh, without Steve pushing me. In fact, I don't know how far back I want to go with this, um, but I, I did not want to teach when I first started working here at the USCC. I'm like, you're not going to get me in front of a class. And Steve was pursuing that for a little bit and finally he got me to snap and here I am now. So. And it's just the beginning. That That's the cool part about it. That's what I try to um, convey to all of our instructors. This is just the beginning. Everything is, is it, every day is a new day. Um, and there should be something in each day that we learn that, that makes us better. It makes us smarter, makes us more skilled, those types of things. We, we, we are at that point. Um, Rob, where I have tasked both Justin and Steve to make sure that they get out in a field right now and they do some secret shopping. They go and see what those instructors that we've had touches with, what are they doing now out there? Um, How are they performing? And that includes our own employees, our, our regional training managers who go out there and onboard new official partner ranges and official partner instructors. So we want to get out there and see how they're absorbing, digesting, and transferring that information, all of their wisdom and all their skills. You know, it's a, it's a unique period of time. And since we've launched the, you know, the training program at the USCCA, we've never, ever been able to, to do this. And, and we're, 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 the company supports us. We have um, money. There's investment coming our way to to make sure that we have the premier instructors that are out there. There's there's people that are are um, you know they they've come from a career in law enforcement or a career in the military um, that have some of the most impressive heroic uh, credentials that you can imagine. Um, that doesn't mean that they 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 know it all. That just means that they've been through a lot and that they can learn more and apply that a lot that they've been through to and for their end user students. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's that's the game that we're at right now. We're we're trying really hard to help those that have been teaching for a long time and and also those who are just starting. Mm-hmm. There's always something to learn and ultimately with 
everything you learn as an instructor, it just helps to helps you, you know, transfer better knowledge, more um, digestible knowledge to your students, which ultimately, you know, I'm I'm happy when I go along and uh, hit bullseye on the target, when I make the steel ring, different things along those lines. But I'm really, really happy when my students know how to properly avoid danger, how to properly defend themselves, and then how to properly, you know, to, uh, stay out of jail and doing things because they made the smart decisions for it. Because, you know, too many times we read in the newspaper about things have gone wrong and you just read it and it's like, yeah, this is a, this is a mess. Somebody made some bad decisions up front. And that's what I try to go along and educate my students on, make sure they, they make the best decisions they can at the time. Yeah, that's, I, yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, when we think about it, we start talking about our personal defense. We kind of get focused on the firearms and, for years, as a, a law enforcement instructor, I always told my my trainees that look, when it comes to the firearms, nothing else will do, um, and that's that's true for the civilian too. But there's there's a whole lot more that precedes that. That the better we at are on those things, the less likely we are to need that firearm. And it and it's great to have those spectacular shooting skills and stuff like that. But um, it's it's much better for everybody to not even have to go there. And um, that's, I think, probably one of the most unique things that uh, I admired about the USCCA when I got involved with them is um, what a focus um, our organization has on avoiding violent encounters. And and there's a whole, um, it's some people think of it as kind of boring because you know the guns are exciting, but uh, man, what a wealth of knowledge and skills come with being able to be situationally aware, um, identify those potential threats and avoid them. Um, that's a that's a skill set uh, in and of itself that a lot of people don't appreciate. You win 100% of the uh, conflicts that you avoid. Period. Exactly right. And if you don't avoid it, there is some chance of you know serious injury or death. So if you avoid it, it's 100%. You go home, see your family, wake up tomorrow in your own bed. If you don't avoid it, you've got a chance of other things happening. And those are not very appealing, especially for those with uh, family, friends, close loved ones. Yep, absolutely good. right. Hey, um, one question. I know um, this is the 20th year for the USCCA. There is a big plan for a big party up in uh, uh, Milwaukee here coming up in September. Uh, can you tell us uh, what's going to be happening there for the instructors? <laughs> that we cannot reveal. I know you want to have the scoop, Rob, but here, here's what I can say to you. It's like everything that we do. It's going to, um, it starts, you know, with that little idea and then it, it grows and then it blossoms. And we're not in a blossom phase yet, so I don't want to be on record as saying what's going to happen. Um, because some of it's beyond our control, to be quite honest with you. I don't know if the fellows told you, but we actually um, just onboarded a brand new director for the education and training group. So his name is Rob Chadwick and Rob has um, just completed a career in law enforcement um, where 25 of those years was working for the FBI. So he has a lot to digest himself before he goes and makes any decisions on what we're gonna do um, this coming September. But what we do have is the expo. And where it is 
um, being held is in Milwaukee. It's in our home state uh, where USCCA Delta Defense is headquartered in Wisconsin. And I believe it's the weekend, correct me if I'm wrong, fellas, but I think it's the weekend after Labor Day, correct? Correct. Yeah. So, so I've got it on, on my calendar already for it. Yep. So, I mean, um, stand by. Uh, well, you know what, Rob, I promise you, once there's some um, finality to the d- decisions on what we're going to be doing, I'll, you'll be the first to know. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will tell the listeners, uh, go out to USCCAexpo.com and sign up for it now because whether you're there for the instructor um, benefits, whether you're there for the um, seminars they have or different things like that, it will be worthwhile your time to be there uh, one or all those days to make time to come up to Milwaukee, which uh, I've been to several of them and they're, they always walk away with uh, uh, strengthening the bonds of people that you know, making new bonds of people who don't know, and also to get an education uh, for it, which is really great. The, um, the three of us on the training excellence team will be presenting, whether it's in a classroom or on the demonstration stage, but you'll be able to see us while we're out there um, that three-day weekend. Is there going to be a taser involved? Well, we've got that reserved <laughs> for the product development team. We're, we've got that reserved for Justin. <laughs> no, no, then they're done that. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I've got that video too, Justin. If you want me to link it to the podcast, you know. Yeah, that was that was one of those uh one of those times where Steve's like, no, you should do it. This would be really good for your uh, <laughs> talk to it while teaching now. Yeah, I let him talk to me once, never again. Yeah, you, you and Heather did that. That was that was great. <laughs> I wasn't wrong though, either was I, Justin? No, I tell everyone in my class how horrible it is being tased. <laughs> and how effective what about the pepper i think you're due for um, having an experience with uh no 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 i'm some oc yeah i will not be happening at expo we'll <laughs> see that <laughs> okay what if rob does it with you would you be could we talk, talk you into it that way oh if rob does it with me yeah that could be something good justin <sighs> I don't know. We'll talk about you it. You stand in Bye. front of me and I'll stand behind you. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. That sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> we can make something special, you know? <laughs> it happens. It's 20th anniversary. You got to do something to go over the top with it, right? Just yeah. make sure I have a heads up because I'm going to I'm gonna come with my camera. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to document it. <laughs> Definitely. Well, good information, guys. Really good. Appreciate the conversation. Now for that special question uh, that I've warned everybody about, stuff for Mr. Fisher there. Uh, can you name an event, class, or place that you feel that people uh, supporting the Second Amendment should do or see sometime in their lifetime? And we'll start with you, Mr. Hendricks. Well, you know, as we discussed that um, situation, I, I thought the the point, I mean, for me, was that go to a, you know, not just a foreign country, a third world country. Um, and the things that we take for granted, it will amaze you what you take for granted and, and you, you, you don't think you do until you see what other people don't have and, and the, um, the things they suffer through on a daily basis as um, normal. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll give you a whole new appreciation for um, not only where we live, but for the people who defend our freedoms 
And um, it's an invaluable lesson. You can't you can't get that lesson anywhere else. There's no substitute. You can't simulate it here. Um, you got to go there and do that. I concur. Good suggestion there, Steve. JP? Um, I'm actually kind of surprised uh, Steve Hendricks didn't steal this one from me, but uh, I think it was last year, the year before, I I was uh, I had the opportunity to go to Gunsight. Um, as Steve had alluded earlier in this uh, recording, that he was good friends with Colonel Cooper, so I got to take a, a private tour of uh, Colonel Cooper's residence and the property. And just knowing the history, like how much history has come out of there and how much firearms knowledge um, has been shared at that place. I haven't taken a class from Gunsight, but just being there on the property and touring Colonel Cooper's house and being able to talk with the instructors, I thought that was that was a, a pretty amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ken Campbell out there is a heck of an instructor, and he's in my uh, backyard, basically, or he's from my backyard, I should say, over there in Indiana there. So I'll get out there one of these times, but it's uh, definitely a special place. It's on my short short list to do my before I uh, go on to my next uh, life. Absolutely. I would definitely recommend it. Well, Mr. Fisher, you've had plenty of time to think about this. What's your suggestion for people? I, I, you know, I I like where both of the the fellows were um, taking you. So I I also am one that has been influenced tremendously by history. So I agree with with Steve. If you have the opportunity to to travel and if if you can go and experience what it's like in places that don't have all of the, um, the wonderfulness that comes with being a United States citizen, you know, go see that. But I, I got one for you too. Um, you don't have to go outside of the United States to, to drink up some amazing history. Um, one of my favorite places is in Massachusetts. Did I say that word right? I think I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, in Boston in particular and um, the freedom trail. So it's, 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 an amazing walk through time where it takes you from the oppressed as we are rapidly approaching independence day it takes you it gives you the perspective as well as it can in in today's world of what it was like to be um, subjects for you know in occupying um i don't know how you would say this but we weren't free and uh, we were under um, the control of a monarchy, right? Mm-hmm. The people in the United States before it was called the United States, what was it called before it was the United States? Justin, do you know? Did you pay attention? The to colonies. That was called the colonies. There so, were 30 of them that I do know. Rob, did you just bail that young man out of that history? Yes, yeah, so I was a little, I was I jumped on it too fast. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> so, I mean, if you get an opportunity, has anybody else in this podcast here, has anybody done the Freedom Trail in Boston? Uh, I list. I have. I had one person who uh, Battle Road up there in uh, uh, in Massachusetts. They suggest that one, but not the uh, not the Freedom Trail. I, I would highly recommend it, and mm-hmm. um, it uh, it kind of it's kind of what we're all about, isn't it? I mean the freedom second amendment is 
the one amendment that kind of guarantees us that freedom, doesn't it? And the one thing I always go along and uh, you realize, you know, come the 4th of July, the signers to the Declaration of Independence were literally signing their death sentence. Yeah, I mean, you, you think about that in today's world, you know, how many people would be willing, willing to go along and put their name to a document that they know, you know, somebody's going to basically want to hunt them down. Um, you know, I don't know too many people that would want to do it. And I'd have to be really, really pissed off and dedicated to the cause to be able to say, hey, I don't care what happens. This is this is the right thing to do. But we know, you know, our experiment democracy has led the world for 200 plus years now. And even the freedoms we have are, you know, great compared to other countries, you know, even other first world countries, uh, they don't have the same freedoms we have. I mean, we can sit there and protest all we want and complain about people and the government can't do anything to us. Right. Other countries, even first world countries, you don't always have that right, which is kind of amazing when you think about it, that they can't protest their government, but take it for granted sometimes. Mm hmm. Yeah, we do. And think about how hard we've got it until we start looking and figuring out, wow, look at that. It's, uh, you know, so much harder in this, uh, you know, go to another country. I went to Cuba for, uh, during that window when we could travel to Cuba. That's an eye opener right there for you. Free education, free health care, free housing, housing that is uh, 50 years old, you know, no new houses, generational housing in the same house. I mean, it's uh completely foreign when it comes to uh u.s thinking and here's the one thing that will shock every american listening to this uh podcast the most one of the things in shortest supply in cuba toilet paper think about that from a u.s standpoint they did not have toilet paper to go around just because of the way the way the government runs things because they run everything so yeah we you know we may we may have our problems we've got a lot of them but we got toilet paper. Hell, a lot better, better than the down south there. <laughs> Pretty simple way of looking at things, isn't it, Steve? <laughs> Talk about taking it for granted. <laughs> exactly. Well, hey, I don't know who wants to take this question, but where can people find more out about the USCCA and their uh, training program? Oh, Steve Fisher's got this one. <laughs> called justin peters at <laughs> what's your private number justin i got it right here i'll share it with everybody <laughs> it's pretty easy Justin's referring to the way that i will end our protector academy videos all you got to do is go to uscca.com slash training and you can find an official partner range or a certified instructor near you Perfect. And with that, gentlemen, thank you for your time and have and be safe. Thanks, Rob. You're Thanks out. for inviting us on, Rob. Yep. That's a wrap for this episode. And if you are a USCCA instructor, I hope you found some value in this podcast and hopefully it'll spread it on to other instructors. If you, if you aren't a USCCA instructor, then check check out with me on some upcoming instructor classes I have and or questions you have about their program. And do everyone a favor. Go to Google or Spotify, or wherever you listen to us at, and give us a five-star review and let people know what you find of value in our podcast each week. If you've got suggestions, topics, guests, feel free to email me at ftp at com. And don't forget about the Guardian Conference coming up September 15th through 17th in Oklahoma City, and also the USCCA Expo coming up on September 8th through the 10th in Milwaukee. 
If you like our content, don't forget to check out our website where you can go and search over our 200 episodes on various topics. Our website is farmtrainerpodcast.com. Visit our sponsor, Specialist Farm Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. Listeners can get 10% off on their policy by using promo code FTP10 at checkout. We bring this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe out there, everybody. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. I meant what I fucking said. And now I got a bunch of people asking me, oh, what are we going to do? What should we do? Educate yourself. Spread the word. The United Nations has just declared war on the truth. They're telling you outright, if you speak up, your conspiracy theory. Shouldn't be believed. Should be approached in a certain fashion. The authorities should be contacted and all kinds of neat shit. So they want war? Arm yourself with facts. Get out there and start telling the people. You don't want to do it on social media? Do it in person. Do it on the telephone. Do it like we used to do, standing around on the street corner having a coffee. Do you know who your enemy is? The World Economic Forum? 51 years they've been working at this. They've been planning and scheming, working as hard as they can. And now, here we are. Klaus Schwab has admitted that for over 45 years, they've been working directly with the CCP. Now here we are in Canada and the US. We got 5G. Military grade 5G technology right across the country. Where did it come from? Who owns that technology? And what's going to happen when they don't like it? Get to know your enemy. Get to know the facts. Beat the fuck up. Be a warrior. That's what we need to do. Instead of following Marcus like a bunch of fucking sheep. Iodine is naturally acquired through the soil, which is at the foundation of our entire food supply. Modern farming techniques have stripped the soil of this essential trace element, which has caused an iodine deficiency in about half the population. And there are two things we need to do about it. We need to practice more regenerative farming. There are plenty of proven technologies in permaculture and biodynamics that will naturally keep the soil rich with iodine. And we need to ensure that we get the sufficient amount of iodine every day. Derived from ancient sea salts found thousands of feet below the Earth's surface, our InfoWars Life Survival Shield X3 is hands down the best. Pure nascent iodine 
stabilized in an activated triiodine form for a healthy thyroid and a healthy metabolism. Get yours now at InfoWarsStore.com. Hold on right there, my friend. Uh, that's very interesting and giving you a little bit of background on our featured guest for the evening, Stefan Brockus of Arctos Media and Europa Terra Nostra. A little bit of background on who he is and what his story is, and we'll be back with hey more there, next. Hey, family. This is James Edwards, your host of The Political Cesspool. Folks, I want you to subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper. Against all odds, AFP has and continues to publish a populist, independent print newspaper with an unparalleled track record. Founded by a dedicated group of experienced patriots, AFP pulls no punches and tackles the most controversial and pressing issues facing America from an America First perspective. I've worked with the American Free Press since even before the beginning of TPC. Now that's something. You can subscribe to the print edition by visiting AmericanFreePress.net today or simply pick up a handy digital edition subscription. However you do it, subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper, by visiting AmericanFreePress.net or by calling 1-88-699-NEWS, AmericanFreePress.net. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com.